0: and i'm michaela and this is let's Let's talk talk about it this episode we're going to be talking about a classic but i'm a cheerleader Mm -hmm. starring natasha leone the one and only incredible there's also a few other notable actors like RuPaul, yeah, and uh, that one girl who plays a gay woman in every single thing she's in. I don't know her name. And that one guy who's from Hook. What is Hook? With Robin Williams, or who's Peter Pan? I never who's watched. was like the main Lost Boy. Oh, him. Very notable. Very notable. <laughs> It was directed by Jamie Babbitt, who is a lesbo, lesbian. (laughs) Um, The screenplay was written by Brian Wayne Peterson, who is gay. So lots of representation here Mm -hmm. in terms of sexuality, obviously.
1: It also came out in 2000. Yeah. So it's like an old
0: school gay movie. So for those of you who haven't watched it, it's a movie... About a girl a high school senior named Megan, mm-hmm. who is unbeknownst to her is on her way to conversion therapy because <laughs> she had absolutely no idea that she that her feelings towards women were not normal. normal um but everybody around her seemed to have noticed that she stared at boobs all the time and had a lot of and was a vegetarian which <laughs> which apparently is a like tell telltale tell sign that you are mm.
1: a gay also if she's making out with her boyfriend she would think about <laughs> she, cheer
0: practice <laughs> she would think about cheer practice with her eyes wide open <laughs> and then when she thought the time was up she would be like okay i gotta go now <laughs> and then told her friend like i hate when they do that <laughs> i hate kissing a boy i'm like what is this <laughs> All of those were the reasons that her family and friends decided like we should we should do something about her. There's something not right here. Um, Not right in quotes.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I just say that's satirical too.
0: Oh yeah. Like this
1: is not a serious movie. It's like a comedy. It's a satirical story of conversion therapy. And like it's very like Stepford Wives esque. Yeah. It's like satirical, but it's also like true.
0: Yeah. They they like use heavy topics within mm-hmm. the LGBT community and make it more lighthearted.
1: Yeah. It makes it way easier to watch. Yeah. Since every other conversion therapy
0: movie is painful to watch. Yeah, it's painful <laughs> and like obviously heartbreaking. Yeah. But this is like so they like over exaggerate and use stereotypes to their advantage so well mm-hmm. that it becomes comical. Yeah. And lighthearted, which is like amazing, honestly. Yeah. Um, going back to the fact that her family like they were the ones to contact the conversion camp and the fact that she didn't know that all these things were like not normal I thought was really interesting because like we had had a conversation about this that I guess a lot of people have the experience of not knowing and their family knowing before them Mm. at least in my experience yeah like my sister my younger sister was like, I knew when we were kids that <laughs> you were.
1: And, like, my parents, like, my dad was like, yeah. Like, everybody knew, supposedly. But, and I feel like that is a thing with a lot of things but you...
0: Yeah, which, like, I assumed that... So no one in my family knew, except <laughs> one person alleged that she knew. <laughs> um, but my mom, who's, like, the closest person to me in my family, had absolutely no idea. And she was really shocked and... I, whenever, like, most experience that I can recall when I told somebody, they were all really shocked and had never even thought about it. Mm. Uh, and I assume that that was because I, like, the way that I present myself physically yeah. is not stereotypically the way that most people would assume gay women should dress or just do their yeah. hair in general. But in this movie, Megan presents herself in a very stereotypically feminine way, mm. so which is associated with straight women. Yeah. So it's interesting. It was interesting to me that her family knew. Like, her family would think about these things. Because my... I feel like when I think about just little comments that I've made before I came out. And, like, the fact that I never spoke about guys. And mm-hmm. now thinking about it, they were so deep in their denial of this ever being real. That yeah. It, it, it didn't even cross their mind. Yeah. But then there are people like you... Whose family was just like, oh, that's obvious. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. I feel like it was easier for them maybe because I went through like a tomboy phase mm-hmm. where I was like basically like, a little boy, I guess, mm-hmm. if you believe in gender stereotypes. Yeah. <laughs> or I would just like wear like gym shorts and like t shirts. I had my hair in a ponytail like every single day and like you didn't have
0: that i did have a face like that which yeah, is really you were interesting. older right? i was i was in high school yeah. i was a junior in high school yeah. when i had this phase and it was really when i just dis- like had decided like to myself that i was going to come out and had accepted it mm-hmm. and i was like i am so tired of people assuming that i'm not gay mm-hmm. just like peers like people in class and like school but just like in general like people my age yeah. assuming that that i was straight because of the way that i dress mm-hmm. so i decided to completely change the way that i dress and that was did not phase my mom in the slightest like she literally we've talked about it now since i'm already out and she literally told me that she didn't think it was a big deal because when she was a teenager she liked to wear backwards caps and button-ups and she never she's like a straight woman so she was like i just thought you were going through a phase where you liked to wear those clothing Hmm. and like i don't know at the time i thought it was so obvious and it clearly was not Mm -hmm. like at all so i thought it was really interesting that this movie just portrayed it as like something that happens often where your parents or your, your Friends realize before you do, mm-hmm. since I had such an opposite experience.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I, I mean, I, maybe because I'm more like masculine. Even before I like came out, I was never like a quote, girly girl or anything right. like ever in my entire life. Except mm-hmm. so for one phase where I wore dresses. <laughs> But like before I came out, I was—I wouldn't say masculine, but I just wore like jeans and a t-shirt every day.
0: Also, before I was like eighteen, mm-hmm. like I never wore makeup, I never did I my hair, I never did like anything that I guess would be considered girly mm-hmm. uh, or feminine. But I still wore girl, like I still wore clothing that would have been found in the girls' sec- like section, mm-hmm. which I guess that was the reason that there was no inclination. I don't yeah. know
1: i never looked in the men's section i mean i did but like only for like band t-shirts
0: yeah like i never would like
1: go to a men's sweatshirt to like look at the clothes that they have there yeah like i would always just like go to like i'd be like oh the men's section has like band t-shirts yeah which is like my wardrobes like i have to go over there Mm -hmm. so i can get some
0: more but like It was never a big deal for me, like to go to the men's section. Like my mom didn't have a problem with it. She would wear like she would wear sweatshirts from the men's section. Like we would go there. If there was something cute, we would get it. And it was never anything like, Oh, it's the men's section. It was like, this is on sale and it's cute, so we're gonna get it.
1: My I don't mean parents, I mean my mom and my sister. My Mm. dad didn't like give a fuck either way. Like, I remember I like went to the men's section, my sister was like Um, why are you in the men's section? Like, Uh, why do you shop in the men's section? I, what? (laughs) But that's why they knew. (laughs) But no, it was after I came out. Oh, interesting. Yeah. you have, like, such a problem with me shopping in the men's section. Yeah. But that's the thing that I really liked about this movie. was, like, the stereotypes and, like, the gender constructs that they put like they exaggerated in this movie yeah which made it like
0: more comical enjoyable honestly yeah. because it's like some of these topics like even conversion therapy in general it's like a super heavy topic mm-hmm. and they made it so light-hearted and like funny that mm-hmm. it's like not even serious yeah and then, like, the boys had to wear blue mm-hmm. outfits all the time. Very mm-hmm. monochromatic. Yeah. Uh, and the girls had to wear pink. and they, skirts. Yeah, they wore skirts. And they slept in these, like, bright pink beds with mm-hmm. pink comforters and pink pillow. And it was, like, the things that they were taught were, like, how to be a mother. And they mm-hmm. had these flashcards that they would study. And they were, like, what is this? And it's, like, a picture of a woman cleaning. And it's, like, <laughs> this is a wife. <laughs> and, like,
1: <laughs> and um, I, like had, like, uh like when they ate dinner, they would like clean the dishes afterward, like the women, yeah, were, like the men didn't have to do anything. Oh no, the men played sports, of course, and <laughs> I love remember when they were like, if I catch you looking at rock again, rock is Mary Brown, who is the like owner orchestrator program director d- director. rock is her son, who is gay,
0: very <laughs> obviously gay, but <laughs> apparently an ex-gay right they wear these shirts that Mm -hmm. say like Mm ex-gay or like now straight or something like that um but
1: like when all of the the boys were like staring at rock and they're like i'm gonna make you watch sports for the whole weekend (laughs) if i catch you doing that again yeah
0: (laughs) they just use like all these stereotypes to make light of the stereotypes which Mm -hmm. is really like incredible the way that they are able to do that Mm -hmm. and i also like that like the stereotypes are used to show from the beginning of the movie when the people who run the camp are introduced you can tell immediately like the camp doesn't work yeah because the first character that you're seeing is rupaul's character he comes to megan's house to pick her up and he's wearing a shirt i don't remember what it said it said like uh i don't know like x gay or something (laughs) like that Yeah. yeah And it's blue, of course, because he's a boy. Of course. And he's acting in a very flamboyant way. Mm-hmm. Uh His clothes are really tight. And these are all stereotypes associated with, with gay men. Mm-hmm. And so you know from right from the beginning, even though he's saying that he's not gay anymore, he's saying that this camp works, you can see by his body language, by his clothing, by his mannerisms, that he's still, like, he is gay. And, like, he's... A very flamboyant gay man. I love that they do that because, like from the beginning, mm-hmm. something like a conversion therapy person coming to your house can be super triggering. Mm-hmm. But they make it light in a way that, like, a gay person would immediately know, like, okay, this doesn't work. Like, this yeah. is like a funny thing, you know. And going along with the um, like very obvious stereotypes about gay people that they use to their advantage. There's this one line when they first arrive at the camp, and uh, the director, Mary is like, how old is she, to Megan's parents? And her parents are like, she's 17. And then she's like, oh, thank God, you got to her before the liberal (laughs) arts brainwashing at universities. Yeah. And, like, that's so relevant today, even though that movie was made into the year 2000. It's like... 20 years later. 20 years later, (laughs) it's still so relevant. It's still something that you hear, like, middle-aged people say to teenagers or whatever, like, Mm -hmm. or to other parents, like, parents saying that the universities brainwash you to think like liberally or whatever yeah which is it's crazy even though like
1: literally k through 12 is like learning quote history which is just white history and it's literally like painting like america as like this incredible inclusive amazing country to live in then you get to college and they're like um actually yeah (laughs) and then like republicans are like that's brainwashing even though the first like 18 years of our lives in school is like brainwashing
0: yeah and if you're gonna argue that like universities brainwash you then like you have to say that Mm -hmm. uh k-12 brainwashes Mm -hmm. you too but at least now we have perspective now we know like quote both sides yeah so we can decide for ourselves what side we agree with Mm -hmm. which is (laughs) also it's funny Since she doesn't even know that she's gay when she arrives at the (laughs) camp. Like, she has absolutely no idea that, like, looking at boobs and, like, liking women. Yeah. Like, if she
1: hadn't gone to that camp, she probably wouldn't have figured it out for, like, a couple of years. Exactly. By then, she may have already, like, married her boyfriend.
0: Exactly. She wouldn't have figured it out, which is, like, interesting that her parents would even, Mm -hmm. like... And
1: her parents could have been happy, and she would have been miserable. And it all would have been fine.
0: (laughs) The American dream. (laughs) Something that I really liked was... Mm -hmm the intense homoerotic friendship that's depicted in this movie with Megan and Graham. Mm-hmm. So Graham is somebody who's like, who's seen as kind of like a rebel. Like she like knows, yeah. she knows that this doesn't work. Like yeah. when Megan first gets there and she figures out, like she realizes and admits to herself that she is <laughs> a homosexual. Because her mom got a job while her dad was on oh, work. yes. Oh, that was
1: hilarious.
0: <laughs> so they all have to find their root Yeah, And it's like, what caused the homosexuality Mm -hmm. right and she she comes to the conclusion that her root is it's basically her parents fault because Mm -hmm. there was a time when her dad got laid off and so her mom had to start working to like cover the bills Mm -hmm. and her dad was kind of like a stay-at-home dad and her mom was a working mom and the director was like you found your root (laughs) you saw your mom in a in a masculine domineering way Mm -hmm. and so it led to you having confusing thoughts about women (laughs) and then her dad obviously felt very guilty and was like what no that's like it was just a few months like i got got a job right after like no way and it was like it like that was a little sad that her parents felt to blame but it was also funny because like like you know that that's like ridiculously sounding right like a lot of people like parents especially of gay or like lgbtq plus children initially i know that it's very common for them to think that something caused it that like Uh, there was like there was like uh, obviously like a flaw in their parenting or Mm -hmm. something traumatic happened to their child Mm. which would have caused the gayness to infect them (laughs) um so I thought it was interesting that they, they like, went along with that whole trope, yeah. but exaggerated to a point where even somebody who believes that would know that that's not, yeah. like, something that happened. Like, you obviously don't catch the gay from seeing your mom have a job. Like, right. that just, come on now, you know? That makes you a feminist, which <laughs> is just as bad. <laughs> <laughs> which like Which, like, is, I feel like this would be a really good movie for somebody to watch who does believe that. Who yeah. does believe that something causes you to be gay because mm-hmm. like they make it so ridiculous yeah that it just seems like damn yeah. is that what i sound like do yeah. i sound like somebody like that who mm-hmm. thinks that like your mom working makes you gay yeah
1: there's literally um like the other ones were like my mom wore pants at her wedding yeah <laughs> I was born in France, <laughs> and then I went to an all-girls school. Yeah. Which, like, is so dumb, because that implies that, like, everyone who lives in France and everyone who goes to an all-girls school, yeah. they're all gay, too. Everyone every who week. has a mom who wears pants? Yeah, to a wedding. Or to her wedding. <laughs> gay. Automatically.
0: Amazing. Anyway, you were talking about... The homoerotic friendship.
1: Yeah, sorry.
0: So Meg and Graham become friends. Um, and they obviously, from the beginning, they have this intense chemistry and tension. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful to watch. I love it. Mm-hmm. And, like, they both know that they're gay, right? They're there because they're gay. and After she admits it, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, they start hanging out all the time. And they have such a good time. And they have so much, like, to talk about. And, like, the viewer can see that they're attracted to each other. Mm-hmm. But they don't ever talk about it because, like, who knows why. <laughs> and uh, then they end up sneaking out and going to this, like, bar and... Gay bar. Yeah, gay bar. And Megan gets, like, asked to dance by this woman. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's another one of the, the st- like, um, students at the camp who likes Graham. So she, like, swoops in mm-hmm. when Megan's busy and asks her to dance. And then, like, is like, all over her. And Megan gets really jealous. Mm-hmm. And then they go, she, like, leaves the bar and she's like, like basically, like, what are you so upset about? And then mm-hmm. Megan's like, oh, nothing. This is why you came here to like be all over her. And she was like, no, it's not like that. And she was like, that's exactly what it is. And it was like so. does remind you of prom? It... Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Say something else. <laughs> <laughs> it was like so funny to watch because I feel like it was honestly so relatable like mm-hmm. in high school i had this like intense crush i don't know what i would call it it was definitely an intent it was definitely intense feelings like i won't lie about that um i don't know what i would call it i know that it was intense feelings and like it overtook my life mm-hmm. like i'm not gonna downplay it. it overtook my life yes i had this experience so well. yeah <laughs> so this like intense these intense feelings that Megan was obviously feeling for Graham and Graham was feeling for Megan, but they hadn't talked about really mirrored what I felt in high school, where like yeah. I would feel these intense feelings. And obviously I was hormonal. I was like 17, 16. Mm-hmm. And I liked this person who I didn't feel I could tell I liked because of like we were already friends. And like, first of all, I wasn't out like, mm-hmm. to anybody. Um, Wait, did you say that? She was a woman. Oh yeah, obviously. Like, this, <laughs> this is about a woman who, like, of, like, I went yeah. to an all-girls high school, mm-hmm. so this was my friend in high school, mm-hmm. and I had developed these like intense feelings for her. I think this this was like at this point the most intense feelings I would I have I had had about another person mm-hmm. like in my entire life. Mm-hmm. So like, I didn't know how to handle it, and like I didn't ever think I could tell her, mm-hmm. and I would get so jealous. About, like, anything yeah. that was related to her. Up until that feeling, I had never felt that jealous about anybody. Yeah. Like, up until that time. Mm-hmm. That was, like, my first experience with jealousy. Like, mm-hmm. true jealousy. My first experience with, like, really liking somebody. And, like, having strong feelings for them. Yeah. And my first experience with it being, like, a friend also. like, mm-hmm. um, And then just seeing, like, Megan get so jealous when they hadn't even admitted that they liked each other. Or, like, Megan hadn't admitted that she liked her. Mm. Um, I just loved to see it, honestly. Like, I loved to see something that I so wholeheartedly related to in a movie. I feel like I haven't met a queer person
1: who hasn't had that, like, high school best friend homoerotic, like, friendship with. Yeah. I've, like, literally, like, all of my gay friends. Yeah. Like, my queer friends, like
0: we like have like heart to hearts about it (laughs) because like it's happened to all of us (laughs) yeah which is so interesting honestly i don't know if it's like common in the straight world yeah i I feel like like uh...
1: it's probably easier in the straight world because like like in high school you could just be like i have feelings for you and like you can be a relationship in high school no one's gonna think twice about it because you're straight yeah but like in high school it's like hard because like you're both gay. You don't know if the other one is gay. Mm-hmm. You don't want to like ruin the friendship. Yeah, and
0: sometimes it's like your your sexual awakening. Like sometimes, yeah. on top of the fact that you like this person, it's like the first girl that you liked, and it's like That's holy shit. That I no, I'm but saying sometimes. just like in general. Like yeah. sometimes it could be like the first girl that you ever liked, and on top of the fact that you like your best friend mm-hmm. or your friend, you're you're also dealing with the fact that your friend is a girl, yeah. and it's like oh my god, yeah. I like a I like a girl, yeah. you know. But not to say that Megan and Graham had it easy. But they definitely did have it easier, given their
1: circumstances. Like, obviously, conversion therapy sucks. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, um, they didn't have to question if the other person was gay or not. Because, obviously, they were in
0: conversion camp. Yeah. And they had both admitted, like... A I'm a lesbian.
1: homosexual. Yeah, a homosexual. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, they didn't have to like be like, "Oh, I don't know if I can like do anything if I can hold her hand and never talk mm-hmm.
0: to her again."
1: <laughs> Which was your experience, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um I think you should talk a little bit about that. You held yeah. somebody's hand, and then you guys couldn't talk because I didn't. That hold was it. gay.
1: Hmm. So, like, she was part of the God Squad, as Which we is... called it in high school. It was just. This group of like very religious people who let me point out are a few all of gay. them yeah, <laughs> turned out to be gay. Um, at least by like mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they're like all by. Mm-hmm. And so one of them was my BFF, and not forever actually. Yeah, just BF. B- <laughs> yeah, and Best B. um, we had like it was like super super intense, mm-hmm. and like. I messaged her recently to ask her if the feelings were mutual, which is very bold. I was curious. I wanted to make That's sure. That's cool. I wanted to make sure it wasn't one-sided. Yeah, and she didn't say yes. But she didn't say no. Right. It was pretty much a yes yeah. without saying yes.
0: Yeah. But, it was more so like a, why does it matter now? Yeah.
1: Like, you have a girlfriend. Why does it matter now? Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Which maybe I shouldn't have messaged her. I'm sure I put her in an uncomfortable
0: position. If, right. If... But you deserve to have closure. I mean, like, it's it's a question and mm-hmm. you put it out there. And if she didn't want to answer it, that's completely fine and valid. Yeah. Um,
1: But there was just one time where she just, like, held my hand and then she never talked to me again we were like best friends like she would come over literally every weekend to my mom's house like like every weekend we spent together and she like held my hand and then the next day it was really awkward and then like we didn't talk like after that like I I was like like what what was that about I was excited about it um she was like um, that's against God. We can't Aww. do that. <laughs> she was like, we can't, like, do that anymore. I can't, like, be friends
0: with you because, like, God doesn't want me to or something like that. That's, like, a realistic indie lesbian coming-of-age movie. Yeah. Where, like, and then in like, a small town. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then we didn't talk after that. I mean, like, we talked, like, sparingly. Yeah. Like, for the most part, like, we didn't. Like, we just weren't friends anymore. Yeah. Which really sucked because, like, we were, like... Best friends,
0: yeah, yeah. So, like, I lost my best friend and like my crush, yeah. Anyway, yeah, why don't you talk a little bit about yours? Oh, sure, I will. Um, so mine was like different from yours. I mean, obviously, the like feelings were similar, but uh, we never ever spoke about any feelings. I liked her for like the last two years of high school, and so. Uh, prom, yeah. So, my prom, uh, the girl that I liked at the time, Mm -hmm. um, obviously, I hadn't told her that I liked her or anything, but I, for some reason, it was very similar to what happened (laughs) in the movie, which, like, uh, it's just, it's funny to me. So, Mm -hmm. there was this, like, the girl that I liked, let's call her, let's call her Sarah. So, before prom, like just like the like the month or so or two months before prom, um I convinced myself, which I don't even know if it's true or not, not that it really mattered, honestly, because it's not like this girl that I liked was my girlfriend in any way, shape, or form, <laughs> so I really had no right to like act the way that i like I was fully in the wrong in this story, <laughs> and I'm fully embarrassing myself by telling the story, but um I had. This feeling or i don't know like maybe somebody had told me i don't know that the girl that i like sarah was talking to uh this girl let's call her emma so sarah was talking to emma in like a talking talking way or whatever and that made me insanely jealous (laughs) and so also sidebar prom was the first time that i had gotten drunk (laughs) so it was actually it was after prom so we were at after prom and i saw them together like sarah and amy No, not amy sarah and emma Mm -hmm. um i saw them together and i she was just like like filled with jealousy and i was like oh my god (laughs) so then so then sarah came to talk to me and i was acting like really upset at her Again, had no right to do that, but (laughs) I was acting, like, really upset at her, and I started, I remember I started yelling, like, over the loud music, like, I was yelling at her because I felt like she was lying to me about liking this girl, which, like, why it would matter to me (laughs) if I didn't like her, I don't know, but at the time, it felt like the right thing to do, like, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm mad at you for liking What was her name? Emma, Mm -hmm. and not telling me about it, and I'm really jealous, so I'm going to be mad at you about this. And she, I remember her taking on her phone and like showing me the picture. I mean, the the text messages and being like, "No, nothing's happening. What do you mean? Nothing's going on." And I was I was so upset. And then this girl, (laughs) like another girl, just came up to us to to like talk to us, or it was probably to talk to her, and she like heard me yelling and she like like visibly was like uncomfortable and like just turned around and walked away and then i was like oh my god i'm embarrassing myself (laughs) so i stopped and then i like like didn't purposely didn't talk to her for the rest of the night and i was like what is this like what (laughs) am i doing um but yeah it was just funny because it was so similar to Mm -hmm what happened at, at like the bar
1: except didn't Megan and Graham like kiss
0: they did kiss <laughs> which is another reason why I loved it so much like they got their happy ending they yeah. like they kissed and they told each other that they like liked each other mm-hmm. they weren't like scared out of their asses about yeah. it and it's just like it's nice to see like I like to see when they get a happy ending
1: yeah i mean because like the movie ended ended and spoilers i mean the whole this whole podcast <laughs> is spoilers so they like
0: ran away together yeah like so they had this graduation um towards the end of the movie where they would graduate into straight people and <laughs> uh megan who's a cheerleader cheerleader like stood up in front of everybody and like did a cheer because, for Graham. yeah because Graham was like i want to see you cheer yeah, which so was did it. which was so cute. Um, she did it, and she was like, "You're the one that I adore." Like, yeah, one, two, three, four. You're <laughs> the one that I adore. Um, it was so cute, and then they ran away together, mm-hmm. and there was a gay guy couple who ran away together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, like you got your, you got like they got their happy ending, and it yeah. was like oh, cause re- like affirming
1: Megan and the guy who the other guy they got kicked out
0: yeah they did
1: because they got caught being gay yeah so they got kicked out of the program so they went to gays house like people who had been part of the program and like i don't know if they graduated or not but basically
0: they live around there and they like help show people the other side like how you can be like a gay person and be happy and like yeah you don't have to pretend your whole life yeah
1: that's the part where i got really email because i was like i want to live near a conversion therapy camp i'm gonna take in all of the gays who run away
0: yeah and like like help them
1: yeah and that made me really emo. yeah but i thought it was so so sweet and they were like a nice like they were just such a sweet couple they were like healthy they had like there was a little part where they like fought for a second and they like resolved it in like four seconds because they had healthy communication yeah
0: And they were acting like an old married couple. Like, it was such a wholesome depiction of a gay relationship. Like, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, it was, it was like so nice to see. Like, they gave the perspective of like conversion camp, right? And Mm -hmm. it was obviously like everybody who said they were reformed were just pretending and like, Mm -hmm. because you can't really change, you can't, like, you can't change it, right? So, like, they were pretending that it was like, they were changed, and it was obvious that they were pretending, and then they showed these people who were living full lives, and they were together, and they had this, like, like house, and they were helping people, and it was nice to see, like, that type of... It was kind of, like, full circle, like, they mm-hmm. were older, and they had lived their lives as gay mm-hmm. men, and it was good, and they were happy, and, like, it was nice to see. Like, I just loved it. Yeah, It was very sweet. Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, overall, it was just, like, a very wholesome funny movie
1: oh and then the end when the dad is like a part oh, of the, the p friends, flag
0: what's that parents, parents and, and friends of uh, is that like a thing yeah Lesbian oh and Gays. i thought it was
1: just something that they made up for no the it was
0: p flag and like there was like a meeting and the like Megan's parents were there and the dad was so proud he was yeah. like hi my name is Pete and my ha- my daughter's a lesbian <laughs> yeah and everybody clapped and the mom was like obviously like hiding her face like she the was mom not... obviously was the one who was the
1: fucking dick yeah in the relationship who because like they were like to Megan like the mom was like if you don't graduate this then you can't come home yeah because we can't have you practicing homosexuality <laughs> under our roof yeah And so, and the dad, you could tell, was a little bit, like... He didn't really like that they were
0: sending her there.
1: Yeah. Which I think, for me at least, and it seems like in a lot of situations, Mm -hmm. that fathers, like, of daughters, or what are they called? Girl dads? (laughs) I hate that. Um, But, like, they're usually more... I don't want to say... They're more accepting Mm -hmm. if their daughter... Is a lesbian mm-hmm. than the mother. And I feel like it's the opposite. I mean, I don't know. I'm not like a gay man, mm-hmm. but like it seems like dads hate when their sons turn out gay, but moms are more okay with it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that, but that's just from what I've seen in the media. Yeah. <laughs> but like from my experience, like from what I've seen with like lesbians mm-hmm. and stuff, like um, dads are m- more accepting of lesbian daughters. Yeah. And so, like, like you could see that in the movie. Yeah. Because the dad was way more willing to, like, accept
0: her as a
1: lesbian than the mom
0: was. Yeah. I also, I loved that they had that little part at the end because it <laughs> kind of, like, reassured the viewer, like, yeah, yeah they ran away together and, like, their parents accepted them back. Like, yeah. her parents oh, were, like,
1: uh, Graham's parents. Yeah. Graham's
0: but Graham's dad was a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, Megan was the main character, so yeah. I liked that they like included that because I was like that was like the last string to like tie it all together. Yeah, because um, like usually
1: gay movies end in like a
0: cliffhanger or like a tragedy. Usually they end in either the parents kick you out mm-hmm. or they don't kick you out, but you don't end up with the girl. Like right. it's like you don't you don't get both. You don't yeah. get accepting family and like a love story. Yeah. But this one, one like the other. <laughs> this one like showed both, which yeah. I really loved. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's an amazing movie. I mm-hmm. like it's one of my favorites, honestly.
1: Yeah. I give it oh, we gotta rate it.
0: Yeah, I give it a five. Five out of five.
1: Um, yeah, me too. I don't think there's anything that I had any issues with.
0: I don't think so either. Like I
1: They have representation of lesbian and gay. Mm-hmm. Which was nice. Yeah. And like the fact that it was like Directed by a lesbian, written by a gay man, just makes it even better because it's like you're getting, like, like those people have actually experienced Mm -hmm. what it's like to be a part of the community. Yeah. Yeah, I give it a five out of
0: five too. Yeah. Amazing movie. Please watch. Chef's Kisses. Highly recommend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, join us next week.
1: When we are going to be talking about um, disobedience.
0: Ooh, disobedience. That's, yeah. a, that's, a good one. that's a good one. Okay. 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 Bye. Bye. Bye.